Hi. So, you know, first of all, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to say. First of all, it, it's, such a, it's such a beautiful thing, and it's really a special thing that, like Daila Hakim Baramiza, you know, for, for people that have Seichel, like, even a Remez is enough. So, like, it was Marami's or Shabbos or whatever, that, you know, it would be a good thing, to, I think, to have a Farbregen for, uh, for the Kamarna. And Daila Hakim Baramiza, Mamish. Uh, it's such a it's, it's such a tremendous chus for me to be part of a chaver that, that 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 get it, you know what I mean, and like pick up on hints like this, you know what I mean, and put things together so quickly and so beautifully. Mikey, you got big hashukar for hosting this. Everyone getting together and the brachas that people are eat, uh, making on the food and the tyra and the nigunim and the Cyrus, it should be a schus for for what was the, what's the name? David ben Friedman. David ben Friedman. Yisrael. Nefesh and Rufus Aguf. Complete the tzaddik bez Hashem will be a tziner for shefa bracha natslacha to you to the whole family to the whole kilo of Klai Yisrael. And the truth is on a, on a Personal, but on like a shul level, it's nice. It's tremendous chos, you know. Every single morning, we learn the siv mitzvah you know, uh, between the two minyanim. The siv mitzvah one of the most beautiful, amazing svarim from the Kamarna, like a path in the Vedas Hashem, Derech Chasidus, Al Derech And really, I mean, to 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 really get to get that off the ground, it's big yashkech to Avi, because like after we were learning Bolavavi. And then after sort of we finished the first uh, Sefer of Bolvavi, we were thinking about what else to do. And Avi, like, chapped uh, the Meshagas, that he should ask to learn the Kamarna. So, uh, and so... Of the Kamarna is Mamish Abigar. Mamish Abigar. You need a lot of Kalim for the Kamarna. So, uh, okay, so you have to have a lot of Kalim. So let me, let, me, let me share with you just for a few minutes something that I feel is connected to the Kamarna. Again, Tzadikim, old Tzadikim, we, don't, we, we can't capture in words. And especially, especially uh, a light, Mamish, uh, the Kamarna, the Hechel Abracha is. Um, it's a beginning of, of seven day, the first six, seven days of creation. It's mamish, uh, a very, very big light. So any words that we're going to say, uh, it might sound like we're touching up the tzaddik, we're putting a, a geder to the tzaddik. It's really just a tefillah and a way of hiskashers to the tzaddik. And the way we're makashers ourselves to, the, to, to this tzaddik and to all the tzaddik yemes through this tzaddik tonight. And that'll be a that'll be a tzinar, again to bring shefa to us and to be makasher ourselves to elikus. That's deker tachlis. So you know what was what was something that was very very unique to the kamarna that you don't find by uh, many other tzaddikim is the level of chiddush, the unbelievable level of ability to be mechadesh and sort of a bilas and a complete a complete control and a complete comfort in all levels of tyrant. You have, you have Paiskim, that are expert and comfortable in Nigla and Halacha. And you have Mekubalim, you have Chesidim, that are in Chesidis. By the Kamarna, everything was completely within his jurisdiction. 
He was a huge mechadish in halacha, a huge mechadish in Kabbalah. So, and one of the most amazing things that you see by the Kamarna is the shiloh, the yichud, between halacha and Kabbalah, nigla and nister, was mamish one big, one big sogya. So let me share with you one chiddush that the Kamarna held like this halacha, lamaisa for him, in halacha and in nigla. And then maybe from there we'll see a Pesach to be makasha ourselves to the tzaddik even more. We know the halacha is that when a person makes a bracha, so you make a bracha, and then if you hear a bracha, you say amen. Right? That's halacha. Now, the Gemara says, Talmud Bavli, the Bavli tells us that a person does not say amen to his own bracha. We don't say amen to our own bracha. Very, very few exceptions to that. By Ashkenazim, there's really just one exception. In benching, of That's the only exception. It's not for now. Why? But the Gemara says, Bavli, there are no, there's no such thing. A person does not make amen to their own bracha. The Yushalmi is not like that. The sheet of the Yushalmi is that a person does make amen to their own bracha. Okay. Very nice, it's Yushalmi. But all the pais from Yushalmi, this is what's accepted in halacha, that you go with the Bavli, no one says amen to their own bracha. It's not what you do. Comes the Kamarna, and the Kamarna says, I hold like the Yushalmi. I like the Yushalmi. And it's interesting, the Kamarna, because, because he personally held like the Yushalmi, that a person should say amen even to their own brachas. But Lamaisa, that's not what the Minig is, and he didn't want to go against what it says in Shulchan Aruch and all that. So the Kamarna was extremely mocked personally, that whenever he said a bracha, he always made sure someone was there to listen. And when that person said amen, he had kavana to be, you'd say that guy, you know, with, by listening to his amen, as if he said amen. And the Kamarna, in fact, writes in one of his svarim, that towards the end of his life when he became, when he was very weak, and uh, he wasn't able to get to shul too often, and so he would, Lamashal, have to say Birch HaShachar personally at home without anyone else there to answer Amen, for him to then like be Yaitzi with that Amen. So the Kamarna says what he used to do was, he would say the Bracha, and then after the Bracha he would say a Pasuk, Baruch HaShem Lo'elam, Amen V'Amen. And so, uh, you know, so sort of when he said that Pasuk, he would have in mind that the Amen should go, not only is it part of that Pasuk, but it's also going for his personal bracha. After every bracha? After every bracha. Well, not, well, I shouldn't say that. After every bracha, Berchus HaShachar. And there was no, if a bracha that there was no Maise Mitzvah after, that there's no Hefzik issue, so that's what he would be Makbid on. If it was a, a bracha where there's a Maise Mitzvah, then he would be a Makbid for someone else to be there. Okay, so it's an interesting Hakpada, the sheet of the command is such a thing, to, make, um, to say, answer on me to your own bracha. Okay, fine, so we have to, what does that tell us about the Nisham of the Kamarna and how to be makash ourselves uh, to, to the tzaddik because of that? Okay. <clears throat> so it's like this. I mentioned, I think, on Shabbos by the Kiddush that the Kamarna was an extremely autobiographical. He would talk about himself a lot. So there's a, uh, a sentence that we have brought down by the son of the Kamarna in one of his svarim. The Kamarna wrote a sefer called Zarechai. I mentioned that on Shabbos. <coughs> appears on the Zarechai. So the Kamarna's son wrote a Hakdama Introduction to his father's Sefer. And in the introduction, he quotes the following thing in the name of his father. Pam Achas Amrli. He says, one time my father, the Kamarna, told me the following thing. That the Kamarna said that, that part of my Neshama, a part of my Neshama, so the Kamarna is, Part of my Neshama is a spark, is a piece from the Arizal. And the Kamarna said like this, and the commander said, you should know, that's why I look like that Rizal. He said, I have the same tzura, the same face. I look like that Rizal because half of my neshama is part of the, is coming from the neshama of that Rizal. And he goes on to say, as follows, 
And another part of my neshama is from the Baal Shem Tev. That's what he said. So the two parts of his neshama was from the Riyah Kaddish and the Baal Shem Tev. And he says, Lezeh, so the son of the Kamarna said, and after hearing this from my father, now it, ex- it explains his minig, that Kol Yomav, that he said about his father, the Kamarna, that his entire life, There didn't one day go by where he didn't mention, say something from the Baal Shem or something from the Rizal. Because that was part of his neshama, these two, these two inyanim. <clears throat> now let's understand a little bit of what that, what that means. What that means. When you have uh, the Arizal's, the Arizal, the Baal Shem Tev, the Baal We know that the Baal Shem Tev came to the world to sort of somehow repackage Kisvi in the way of Derech HaChasidus. And what's unique to the Kamarna, we find this in his Torah, that the Kamarna, his main Sefer, Hechel Abrach especially, in many forms we find this, that the way the, the Kamarna was to explain teachings of the Baal Shem Tev, Alpi Harizal. To use the to Mamish literally translate Kisviari in Avaidis Hashem Alpi Chasidis. And to explain in Yonim in Avaidis Hashem of Chasidis Alpi Darizal. So this Indian of, of the Kamarna being made of these two parts of the Arizal with the Balshemtiv, this is fundamental in the entire Mahalach and the entire Avaida of who the Kamarna was. Now let's let's begin to explain what that means, Lamaisa. What does that mean for us? How could we be Makasha ourselves to such a thing? Okay, so there's a letter. There's a letter that we have from the Kamarna. Someone wrote a letter, a Shiloh to the Kamarna, asking him instructions about how to write Kameas and how to uh, heal people through Kameas and things like that. So that was the question. Whoever was asking this was a Chosh of a person. So he asked the Kamarna about instructions about writing Kameas. Listen to what the Kamarna responds back. He, the, begin, the first part of the letter, he deals a little bit with that subject but he doesn't spend too much time on it. And then he says the following thing. He says, basically he says, I don't know why you're wasting your time with Kameas. He says, Says the Kamarna, every single day, what happens by us, and as has by the Kamarna, by his base magic, is Chaylem Esukonim. You could have people that are mamish, mamish sick. Sakonis Tenfashis. Sheim Achara Yish So sick that everyone gave up on them as mamish after Yish. Va'yidei Amuna. And said the Kamarna, my way is that even when sick people come, where it's after Yish, but they come to me, there are two things that I do, and it's Pail Yeshua's. Amuna, and pouring my heart out in Davani. Shvichas Anefesh Betfila. Amuna, and Shvichas Anefesh Betfila. Nisrapim Berega. They become healed immediately. You don't know, need Kameh, or anything like that. Amuna, and Shvichas Anefesh, to pour the heart in Davani. And he says, Achai, Achai. He says, my brother, my brother. That's how you heal the sick. That's how you heal the sick. Now with kameis and things like that, with schoolers. The way you do it is, Pouring your heart out to God. And with great faith. That there's no such thing in the world that doesn't have God's presence that's not being directed and moved and animated by God. Not something big, not something small. That amuna and with pouring your heart out, those two things. El ha'kol ba'ashkachas arein saif baruchu, to have a muna that everything is being guided and under the providence and under the, the influence and, and, and is pulsating with the infinite light of God, that amuna, and at the same time pouring your heart out to the Rabbani Shalom, that, that brings a refuah. Va'alufi shalolam, and the master of the universe is b'kol tenuah, is, is contained within every movement of life. So he says... <clears throat> Um, and everything is, gov- is, is coming from the Rabbanish Shlalem, 
And with this, we see every single day the Kamarna that we see. It heals the sick. To bring, to bring children to people. To bring all Shefa and good things to Kal Yisrael. And he repeats himself. With deep, strong faith and pouring your heart out to God. Those two things, that's all you need. That's all you need. No kameis, no schoolers. That's what you need. Now let's understand. Different tzaddikim have different ways of bringing Yeshuas to Kal Yisrael, right? So with Rav Shaila, for example, it was with Achron uh, and giving out food. That was, I mean, there's other ways also, but that's how it's known, that that's how he would bring Shefa to Yidin. And other tzaddikim, they would bring Yeshuas to Yidin by writing Kameistak. But every path that a tzaddik, that, that Bashkoch HaPratis, the tzaddik uses to bring Yeshuas, is telling you something about who the tzaddik is. I mean, it's not a coincidence that Rishayla went in this way. And uh, other tzaddikim, you know, went uh, in other ways. It's t- it tells you something about who the tzaddik was. What we see from this letter is that the Kamaran is telling us that his way was with two ingredients. Not with anything else, amuna and shvichas anefesh. Amuna and strong davening. Strong davening with amuna. Those two things, that's how the Kamarna was brought shepherd to the world. <coughs> so, if the, these, so if those two, if that was the mahalach of the Kamarna, then that means that's the root of who the Kamarna was in his neshama. That's who he was. And if these two ingredients were the ways through which the Kamarna brought Yeshua's into the world, and we saw before the Kamarna said that his neshama was made of two parts, the Arizal and the Baal Shem Tev, so it must be that, those, that these two and twos parallel each other. The two parts of the neshama, of the, the Kamarna, which is the Ariyah Kaddish and the Baal Shem Tev, correspond to these two ways, two ingredients that the Kamarna used to bring Shefa and Yeshua's to Yidin, which is Amuna Gedayla and Shvichas HaNefesh. Now let's explain what that means. And if you think about it, just for a couple minutes, to explain what those two ingredients are, Amuna Gedayla, strong Amuna, and pouring a heart out, we'll see that not only are these two random two ingredients, they're to a certain degree opposite from each other. You'll see what I mean. What does it mean when the Kamarna says, Amuna Gedayla? Amuna Gedayla. So in the writings of the Kamarna, we find that when he talks about Amuna, he does, he's not just talking about like, just simply, uh, I believe he's a creator. By the Kamarna, when he talks about Amuna Gedayla, it means, it means a vantage point from the Kisveri. What is all the Kisveri about? All Taras Arizal is coming to show that this is not, there's no bottle of it's not, a, it's not a bottle of water. There's no Poland Spring bottles. Nothing. All it is is Ain't Saif. All it is is a light of... It, it, it's all Shemus Haktoshin. That, that, that's Kisveri. What's all Kisveri? There's no table. There's no chairs. There's no chicken nuggets. There's no nothing. These are all Shemus. It's all Srufi Shemus Haktoshin. It's all Shemus Haktoshin. In other words, the Kisveri are coming to show, are coming to give us a language to articulate to ourselves that what? That the same universe that existed before creation is in truth the same universe after creation. Nothing truly changed. All that happened with creation is the Rabbanu Shleilam, uh, you know, brought, brought, into, brought into reality or, or, or expressed into reality his divine names. But it's all the Rabbanu Shleilam. It always was the Rabbanu Shleilam. It is the Rabbanu Shleilam. It always will be the Rabbanu Shleilam. This is the language the Kamarna always, always quotes, which is this lush and this signine, this particular language that even he mentioned in this letter, which is that there's no such thing as a movement in the world, <laughs> not big and not small, that alufa shalaylam, that the general of the universe is not, not making that movement. The Rabbanu Shleilam is the source of all movement. Everything that happens in the world is in truth... The Rabbanu Shlom doing it. 
It's all the Rabbanu Shalom. Nothing's changed from before creation after creation. This is all Shema Saktashim. This is ultimately what the Kamarna means when he says, Amuna Gedayla. Now, that perspective of Amuna Gedayla, that is the Chelek of the Neshama, of the Arizal, speaking through the Kamarna. Because what's the Kisveri all about? The Kisveri is sort of completely taking a Jew from seeing reality from the vantage point of the human being, rather, and completely shifting things and saying that the, all, all there is is one vantage point, the vantage point of the Creator. That's all there is. And everything is just God doing things. Doing big things, doing small things. It's all the Mamish ein Mavadi, that's the Kisveri. Now, if a person fully embraces that, then that results, what does that result in? That results in an absolute Yishavadas. Mamish a calm and a serenity. And not even necessarily with a motivation to change anything. Because everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. It's Hashkol, it's a, everything is Bashkoch HaPratis. Everything is exactly coming from the Infinite One. Everything is perfect. Everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be. This is the vantage point of the Kisari. This is why, for example, by the Arizal and those that, that follow pure Ariza, like the, like the Mekubalim from Svardim and so on, even when they daven, it becomes more Torah learning. <laughs> With Kavanis and Shemes Akdashim, it becomes more of a subject of learning about the Rabbani Shalom's names. Because when you have this solid, when you're fixed in this place that's called the Munukadayla of the Arizal, then it might be hard to daven. Why? Because what does davening mean? Davening means that there's an issue, that there's something wrong over here, and I want it to change. And so Amuna Gedayla from the Kamarna, when he talks about this, and this, 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 uh, the voice of the Arizal speaking through the Kamarna is, is a voice that talks about Tyra, that talks about the Rabbani Shlalem, everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be, everything is the Rabbani Shlalem, but then the Kamarna said, but there's another thing that you have to do, which is shvicha salev b'tfil to pour your heart in davening, but not just down to da, pour your heart in davening. That's that's a that's a very different bechina, because that's coming from another voice inside the Kamarna. Whereas the Arizal inside the Kamarna is talking about screaming ena mulvada, all there is is God, and everything big and small are just shemes and we don't tamper with shemes but there's another side of the of the Kamarnas Nisham, which is who the Baal Shem Tev. And what did the Baal Shem Tev come to the world to do? The Baal Shem Tev came to the world to do, to open the pathways of davening. One of the classic Hasidish's farm is the, uh, the Ma'ar Vishemesh, the Talmud of the Noim al So he writes in a number of places, and he says such a thing, that the, that the Baal Shem Tev came to the world, and anyone, he says, if you're, if to, only to, as a simon, he said, to... Uh, to to indicate the fact that you've entered the threshold of Taras of Al Shemtev is only the simon to know that you've entered that threshold is if you can daven. Daven, the ability to really open yourself up and to pour your heart out to God, b'shvicha salev and b'tfila with a strong tfila, that's the name of the Baal Shemtev. But what's amazing is is that vantage point of the Baal Shemtev is very different seemingly from the vantage point of the Rizal. Because whereas the Rizal is talking about what? Mitzar Hashem, that everything is mamish you know, Mamish uh, perfect, what's called Yichud Ilah, the higher unity. The Baal Shem Tev, who's trying to get the Yidin to finally throw the shackles of Golos off themselves and to port, to daven to Rabbanu to ask and to, to cry, to beg, to not, you know, not hold anything back. Mamish, pour everything out. That requires a Jewish person recognizing 
that that there's a part of them that feels the difficulties of life. And there's a part of them that doesn't live as Yehuda Yilav, that doesn't live with animal Vada. And so what you have this is an amazing thing, is that the, the Kamaran is saying to us is that the two things that he used to be Paul Yeshua's is what? Is on the one hand, a munagadayla einam alvadai, and mitzat sheni, a recognition that there's a part of me that doesn't live with einam alvadai, and that part of me is going to pour its heart out to God with tefillah yisei, with a strong davening. So these two voices inside the Kamarna, the Ariyah Kaddish and the Baal Shemtiv, which results in these two ways of a munagadayla and davening with a shvicha salev, the seems to be very different from each other. And how could it be that these two things contained in one person? And that's how he was Paul Yeshua's. So there's a... By the way, just to go back, this is why the Kamarna said Amen to his own brachas. You know why? When you say Amen, so you say, Brachat Hashem al-Kinam al-Chaylam shahak And then someone else says Amen. You know the difference between you and the person that says the Amen? The person that says the bracha is a shtikal arizal at that time. Because that bracha is saying a truth. It's saying a truth. The truth is, everything is created by the Rabbanu Shalom. Or bari priyagafen, or bari minimizaynas. Notice, you are, you are looking at things of this world. You're looking at a cookie. And you're saying, it's not a cookie. This is elokus. This is the Rabbanu Shalom expressing himself in, as a cookie. But it's all elokus. That's what the bracha is. And then you have another person that's not making the bracha. He's hearing the bracha. And you know what he says? He says, Lamaisa, I only see a cookie. And he says, Amen, halavai, halavai, one day I should get to the madrega. You know, Amen. Amen means like, if only. Like, I, I believe what you're saying, but I, I don't feel it, but halavai, one day I should get there. Usually those are two separate people. So the bracha means, the one that says the bracha, that means that Rizal's vantage point. The Amen is what? Is the Baal Shemtiv. But by the Kamarna, the Arizal and the Baal Shemtiv were in the same person. So by the Kamarna, he passed in Lahalacha that you make an Amen to your own brachas. But the question is, how do we put that together? How could it be? How could a person have both sides? How could you, on the one hand, have a munagadayla, animal vaday, and you have the same time pour your heart into davening? So there's a. So let me share with you just a couple lines. And we'll, you know, just to just to explain a little bit. There's a piece over here. It's from it's from the Heichel Abracha from the Kamarna Sefer on Chumash. So it's in Parshas Bereishis. Listen to what he says. Um, <coughs> And by the way, there's a, there's a lot of chizik in this. The Kamarnas form are full of chizik. He says, when, when my brother, my soul brother, he says, when you're surrounded with chayshech, atzvus, yisur, and yitzahara. <laughs> so it's not good things. All things that the Arizal would say, but said the Kamarna, but you're, you're surrounded by these things, and you're not, uh, you don't feel there's a part of you that feels the, 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 what you're surrounded by, you know? And you're drowning in difficult waters. So said the Kamarna, what you have to do at that time is you yourself with a very deep amuna, the amuna shlema, with a full faith that what? What does it mean amuna shlema? That you believe. That it means that you have to be yourself with the following belief. That just as there's that just as the Rabbanu Shloilam, just as there's such a thing as Eidim Olvadai, that the Rabbanu Shloilam is behind all things, 
the Rabbani Shalom was also behind my feeling of darkness too. It means that the, the full level of Amunah the Kamaran is telling us is not to think of two separate things. Okay, there's a, there's a vantage point of the Rabbani Shalom that everything is like Givaldic, light, ain't saif, shame and and then there's another vantage point of the human being where I don't see that and I see problems and I want to, and the Baal Shanta comes, comes and says, in our vantage point, okay, pour your heart out to God. The Kamarna is telling us that there is a truth, there is a level of Amuna that encompasses both, which is to believe that God is so deep and God is so amazing that just as it's absolutely true that, the vant- that from God's vantage point, everything is light, but God's vantage point could also contain within it my vantage point. That just as it's absolutely true that everything is Shemus Akhtayishim, it's absolutely true that I don't see it like that. And there, just as the Rabbani Shalom created a world where it's all Shemus Akhtayishim, He also created a world that has my perspective. And my perspective is not false. My perspective is not, is not, uh, not true. And it's not just a result of my limitations. That's also part of God's world. Mr. Rabbanishlam created life in such a way where there are these two opposite perspectives of, of reality. There is one way of looking at things where everything is the result dick, it's all shame and speculation. And there's a way of looking at things which is Balshantiv dick, which is there's a problem over here, but pour your heart out to God. And they're both absolutely true. How could it be such a thing? Well, that's the commandment saying that the Rabbanishlam is Mamish infinite, and you have to believe, even in your perspective, even in the feeling that you have that things are broken, and because of that, to allow yourself to embrace the davening that you want to offer without feeling that this is lacking in your amunah. You know, this is one of the things that hold a yidden back from truly davening to Rabbanishlam, is that there's a part of themselves, there's a lot of minias to davening, but one of the more... Um, Holy Minyas, I guess, or one of the, the more subtle Yetzirahs to stop a Jew from davening is, is that there's a part of the Nisham which, which believes that everything's Bashkach HaPratis, everything's from, from God. So he knows better than me. So who am I to say that this thing should be fixed? Who am I to say that, that, the, that, that this Indian to me feels like it should be... Obviously, I don't know what I'm doing. Like the Rabbana Shalom knows. But the answer is, even that's not a full moon. <coughs> Because a full amuna means that you believe that God's light encompasses reality so far, it's so deep, God's, in, God's encompassing presence, that He encompasses both my perspective also. So even where I'm coming from, and my feeling that there's something missing in my life and broken, and I want it to change, that's also part of Enamulvadi. Enamulvadi doesn't just mean that everything is good. And then if I don't see everything as good, it means I'm not an animal vada. A person can believe just as the the, the Shalom is so big that his truth encompasses my perspective too. And it's both good and not good at the same time. And you can fully allow yourself to daven and to pour your heart <coughs> to God without thinking and feeling that that's taking you away from the truth of animal vada. Because it's the same God that... That contain, and it's the same reality that God created that both contains a feeling and a perspective of, of everything is absolutely good and true. And also that reality contains within it a, a, a true perspective that everything is broken and needs to be fixed. The, the Mavarech and the one that says Amen is in fact the same person and they're both 100% true. And he says, And he says, There is no thought that you have, both big thoughts when you have a, a sense that everything is Arizaldek and Toivmaid, and even small thoughts when you're in a state of Kadnos, and you feel that everything is taka broken, and you don't have any 
feeling of uh, of broadness and bigness. Good or negative. I feel becheshkas gadol even in the darkness itself. Shom moli mamish mitzis Hashem isbrach. That's where God's presence is also. God's God's existence is able to encompass both His perspective and our perspective at the same time, and it's all true. Hamachayes akol. He's the one that gives life to all things. Vaata mischazig as atzmacha leumas atzar atzayer. So you have to be mechazig yourself. Said the Kamarna. If you find yourself, you know, in in difficulties, and there's a part of your nesham which says. Who gives you the right to talk to Hashem? Obviously, if you see things as broken, it means you don't have good eyes. But says the Kamarna, that's, th- th- that's not the full truth. The full truth is, is that yes, there are eyes to have to see everything as good. But even the eyes that I have that don't see everything as good is also God's eyes. It's also God's eyes. And the same Rabbanish Shloylam is big enough to encompass both a side of myself that screams amuna that everything is gewaldic and it's all shemes akdashim and everything is taiv ma'id, and that God could also contain within Him a truth that I feel that it resonates within me right now that things are not good and they're broken and I want to and I want to call out them to fix it. They're both true hundred <clears throat> percent. And he says a person has to say therefore, ubelave uh, nishbar. So with a broken heart and realizing that even the broken heart is also true. And you call out to Hashem, you cry, and you say, Av Rachman, Ava Masak, compassionate father, sweet father, Rachum Bakolmini Rachimim, Al Tazveni, don't leave me. I don't want to be rejected from your light. And you allow yourself to feel humble and to feel low, and to, and, to, and, to, and to embrace that, and to see yourself as being mishtatev, with all of Kal Yisrael, that you could allow yourself to look at other Yidin, even if they're the smallest Yidin, to look at them like Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, that's how, that's how distant you feel. And this is the, this is the, the Chiddush of the Kamarna, that, that the distance itself is not something that's a steer to Enem It's not a, and, and, and appreciate the oimic of this, because this is not, Again, usually we think of it as two different categories. Either, either I'm embracing animal vada, which means that I'm talking not distant, or I'm not in the space of animal vada and I feel distant. Comes the and that's either Arizal or or Balshantiv. But comes the commander and says, no, 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 they're both. They could be both at the same time. The Rabbani Shalom is big enough that even in the feelings of distance that you have from him, that, that's also part of his breath. That's also part of his universe, and that doesn't take away from the honesty of the of the moment of what you feel. This is this is how you know. You know in the writings of the commander, what's amazing is is that he quote. You know, like I said before, all of his tires are about translating Kisveri al Derech Hasidis to use. Uh, uh, language of, of the Arizal to explain uh, and he quotes all the classic Hasidic form more from like Poland you know the earlier generations of Hasidus and he quotes sometimes the Tanya here and there but not too often not too often and he never quotes Rabbi Nachman never quotes Rabbi Nachman but it's, it, most likely he didn't have this Rabbi Nachman's form didn't, didn't make it to him at that point but what's amazing is, is his yard site is Netzach Sheva Netzach and I saw Baravit so uh, Rav Shemar pointed out that by Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman said, uh, right? that I have been victorious and I will be victorious. So Rabbi Nachman said about himself that he's a Bechin of Netzach Sheba Netzach, right? And so the Kamarna's yard said, Netzach Sheba Netzach. In the Torahs of the Kamarna, you find an unbelievable yichud between these two worlds of Chabad, for example, 
even within Chassidus, Chabad and Breslov. Because what's all of Chabad Chassidus about? All of Chabad Chassidus is basically giving us a language, and Avodah this Hashem, you know, of Einam Everything, Everything is uh, like before Tzimtzum. Like that, that's what all of Taras Chabad is about. And what's all Breslov? Breslov is teaching us and giving a Yid the tools to pour your heart in davening. So right, but it's about it's about shvichas alev, shvichas anefesh, about allowing yourself to be vulnerable enough to embrace the feeling of distance that you have and to pour your heart to God to come close to Him. So his bainus of chabad is enim All there is is divine light. It's mamish. Uh, there is nothing but divine light. Amuna gedayla, Arizal. and then you have Rabbi Nachman Breslovich is and the Kamarna says both at the same time. Because that's exactly what the Kamarna is about, of, of, of teaching Yidin to at the same time realize that that God, that's Einar Movadai, encompasses even your Tzibrochenkeit. And it doesn't have to take away from, the, from, from what, you're, what you're feeling in terms of that distance, that Tzibrochenkeit, because that itself is part of Einar Movadai. No, this is, what's, this is what the Kamarna is about. So like, by, 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 by us getting together... By us getting together, we ourselves to the tzaddik. We should be zayichet to our own lives in our own ways, to be able to embrace and to and to recognize that all the different moods that a Jew finds themselves having, sometimes feeling close, sometimes feeling far, sometimes feeling strength, sometimes feeling weakness, sometimes feeling animal vadai, hakol sometimes feeling no, no, things are not so tive, and I want them to change. Through his kashas to the tzaddik, we should be zeichet to realize that all those moods and all those feelings, all those ups and downs, and all those this ways and that ways, they're all true, and it's all part of one God. And that one God is big enough and deep enough to encompass and to embrace all feelings, all moods, all senses, all experiences of life. Bein l'tayv, bein l'mutav. The rabbanu shem should bless us. We should haka be zeichet to be mekasha ourselves to rabbanu shleilam and bring down shefer brachon atzachat all of us to amuna gedayla and shvichas aleva nefesh and find strength in davening and and find and find longing in amuna and by having those two things as a yichud be zeichet to mekasha ourselves to the tzaddik. We should only see good things. Shefer brachon atzachat and all of us be as called tzaddik. Meher v'yemenu amen.